Here we go. Welcome to Building Fortunes Radio. Make sure you check us out at buildingfortunesradio.com. Along with our marketing partners, we're here to help our PM Marketing Network Lead customers build their businesses and make the world a better place. At Building Fortunes, we know how much your business means to you and the people important to you. So spread the word, tell a friend, join our newsletter, and go make a difference in your world. Now on to our show with your host, Peter Mingles. Hello, everyone. Peter Mingles here. You're listening to us on Building Fortunes Radio. It's www.buildingfortunesradio.com for anybody that's unfamiliar with my voice. My name is Peter Mingles. We host this radio show every Friday night with a great friend of ours. His name is Jean-Luc, and Jean-Luc and I met many, many, many years ago when we started to do some stuff together. He was one of our customers. I really liked working with Jean-Luc. I said, you know, maybe we should do some radio shows. You know, you're a good guy. We can help you build your business. You got a cool accent. You're fun to talk to, and as a result of any or all of that sort of stuff, we've had a really great run on Building Fortunes Radio. Talk about everything from politics to economics to personal stuff to spiritual stuff to all different kinds of stuff, and we've been through everything from hurricanes. Believe it or not, on the Pacific Ocean, hurricanes, we've been definitely through hurricanes here on the Atlantic Ocean. We've been through seals barking on a dock, which is easier for me to say and you understand than Jean-Luc to say um, and understand. And then we've also been through, crazy or not, some health. I'm going to call it scares because it scared the hell out of me. Jean-Luc had a heart transplant. So uh, that was wild, and we've been through that as well. But based on the great things that he's done, in his life, he survived that as well. And uh, we are here to talk about whatever we're going to talk about, <clears throat> including, I'm going to say, the demise of France. And I'll get to that after Jean-Luc says hello. So, Jean-Luc, thanks for being here on your own radio show. Thank you. Thank you, Peter. I appreciate it. And uh, talking about uh, my health, it will be three years uh, in one month, wow. in January. And uh, uh, what I have done uh, recently, what it was two weeks ago, I have been to Cedar uh, Sinai to make a check. He says if everything is okay, I will do another one in January. And they were pissed off because uh, uh, because I stopped the medication three months ago, <laughs> and they didn't appreciate I stopped the medication, and certainly not. I am. Uh, after I have the result, everything is okay without any medication for three, four months now. Okay. And, um, well, yeah, a little, a little uh, not happy and pushing me to go back and say, oh, wait, 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 I want to have the result. And after I have the result, I will decide if, go. if the result was bad. Say I'm not stunned. If the result was bad, I say, okay, go back. At least with some, but apparently the results are very good, and I am happy for that. And I feel it too, because when I was taking the medication at the beginning, I was unable to write something to write my name, because I was shaking and trembling and all the side effects and my vision and my stomach and and uh, and already stopped long time ago. Um, Many medications who are not good for your liver, like the statin. Statin is very, very, very bad for your liver, you know, and destroy your liver. Okay, and um, yeah, many 
the conclusion on all of this, sometimes when you go back to some natural stuff, vitamins, yeah, I take some vitamins, I take some minerals, I take some, and um, and no sugar, no drugs, no, no, not too much coffee, time to time coffee, but that's it, and no alcohol, basically, time to time, but, okay. and you go back to a, a good uh, diet, you uh, a good habit. Uh, I don't think we are, I am not sure we need medication. I will say that in um, maybe one year, see what happens. Right. Well, yeah, you want to talk me, uh, about France? What happened in I France? do. Yeah, yeah I'm going to talk about the demise of France. Like France has fallen apart, and I have to explain. You know, for, I always thought there were French people in France, and when French people started allowing all the other kind of ethnic groups in. I'm like, this isn't going to be France anymore. So I was kind of a little bit disillusioned when they were a lot of, letting a lot of people that are other than France, I mean, or French. Because if I were to go to France, I'd want to see French guys and French gals, not Muslims. Not <laughs> so, so that was the beginning of the demise of France, and that certainly has proven to be a problem um, like, let's face it, you let people from foreign countries in, in they immigration don't want to... Immigration is a Immi problem everywhere. Immigration is a problem. I want French guys in France. I want Germans in Germany. I want Italians in Italy, you know? Yes. I want, like, you know, British guys in England. I don't want Muslims in England. I don't want Muslims in France. I, when I go to France, I want French people, you know? Yeah, but, you, you know, Peter, uh, talking about this, France uh, was an empire and invite. Uh, invited many other countries like uh, uh, like Algeria, like the Congo, like uh, almost half Africa, like uh, uh, what else, like the other country in Asia and all of this. And these people, after when you are colonizing these other countries, they come to your own country. And maybe yeah, they, well, don't, I mean, they don't want to see they don't want to see us in their country. Yeah, well, that's a different story. But anyway, so the reality is, is when I go to France, I want to see French guys and French girls and French, <laughs> you know, pa I want to see French pastries. So my playfulness on this one is that I read an article I sent it to Jean Luc. Krispy Kreme is a donut shop, and I don't know if they have them over in other places in the country. I know they have them here in the south where we are over in Florida, Krispy Kreme donuts are like donuts to die for. I mean, they're good donuts. They make Dunkin' Donuts look like trash. I mean, they make Dunkin' Donuts look like donuts that you found in the bottom of your trash pail after you haven't used your trash pail for about a month. I mean, Krispy Kreme donuts are freaking good. And a Krispy Kreme donut shop opened up in Paris, and people are losing their minds, the Parisianers are losing their minds. And I would say, oh, my. You know, I always thought that Krispy Kreme would be like, you know, you need French pastries and you need, like, you know, stuff that happens in France, French bakeries and French little things, not Krispy Kreme. That's like, that's like bringing a McDonald's into, you know, Paris. I know. They're already, they're already in France. Doesn't belong. It doesn't yeah, belong. No. Get it out. But you know, French, French, French people come here too because I remember in uh, Santa Monica one uh, long time ago, I met um, 
a woman, she have a pastry and charcuterie. She make, she was making pate and croissant and a pastry and many things, you see. And she was very, very successful. French people come here too. And I am a proof of that because I am here, even if I don't do pastry. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, like this is the melting pot. Like, the, you know, America is the mm-hmm. melting pot. We let French people in here. We let, you know, we shouldn't let some, you know, radicalized Muslims or all that sort of stuff in here. But the reality is, is like this is different. And, and I want French people in France. I want French pastries, not Krispy Kremes. So Krispy Kremes <laughs> and, and destroying French people from the inside, literally, French people from the inside. But anyway, that was just my playful headline. We have more important things to talk about, obviously. Um, so I'll let you kind of uh, I'll read your text. I sent you the article, and then we can talk about whatever else you want to talk about. Yeah, I, I, I read it. Uh, I watched the video and so and say, okay, okay, no, not a big deal. It's, um the, the fact is many things were good for the test and for your palliative is not good for your health. All right. Yeah. Okay. This, is a, this is a main thing. Because too much sugar, too much uh, uh, carbs, too much uh, oil, and same. I don't know how they do that, but many things were good for, for your test, for the test, is not good for health. Right. Okay. So talk about whatever you want to talk about. You had something okay, you tonight to talk I about want to talk uh, a little bit about uh, Israel. I, I, um, I have some, inform- some information and I watched a, a document by a Stop World Control. Do you, you, you know this website, Peter? What is it called? Stop, stop World Control. Yes. Yes, okay. I've I've seen it. I don't know that much about it. I've just recognized the domain name. Yes, it's by uh, David Sorensen, and he was talking about the mystery of uh, Israel, and I find the information uh, interesting because there yeah, are many things is tro- troubling. What, what happened with uh, when Hamas go in uh, Israel, and I saw also some uh, video, and um, you you see this. Uh, these Hamas people who arrive and blow up the door and go in uh, uh, Israel territory in parentheses because this territory was Palestinian territory, okay? And they cross the border with uh, with uh, with truck and with. Uh, he was not a, really an army, you know. He was just. Um, some people on a on a on a truck um, and crossing the border, and they didn't sign with the, with the IDF. IDF is for people who don't know is the, is the army from Israel. Uh, I don't remember exactly what IDF means, but uh, um, but is the army from Israel. And you have a testi- testimonial of um, a former uh, soldier, former official, and they say, Israel is the most advanced and high-tech army in the world. Okay? We, when we were at the border, uh, I remember a girl who te- uh, made a testimonial, 
Say when we are on the border, if you have a pigeon, you arrive, and uh, every everything you have alarm everywhere, and suddenly you have all these park arrive, they blow up the the fence, they go inside, they uh, ride on the on the road, and nobody fights, and they say this is not normal, and everything has been set up, the setup. And after, when you when you go deeper a little bit, and when you listen some some guy like uh, Scott Writer, have you heard about this guy, Peter? No. Scott Scott Writer is a former UN weapon inspector. Okay. And he's very he's very straight. He say he say you need to remember that in 19, uh, 1948, Israel invaded. Uh, the Palestine and occupy the Palestine. They are the ones who arrive in this country and take take the land from the Palestinian people. And be, before before that, uh, Palestinian, Jewish, and all these people was living together in a community and everything was okay. So imagine suddenly, like here in America, some people, uh, uh, some. Uh, uh, ethnic say uh, this is my piece of land. Another one say no, this is mine. And another one say you take the Asian people, the black people, the white people, the, and everything is fighting for a piece of land. Is uh, basically what happened. But uh, talking about um, the, the start of this, uh, it's not the start of the war because this war uh, starting long, long time ago. Um, and um, uh, when you see when you see what happened, when you see the video, and when you see this Hamas uh, uh, soldier arriving and crossing the border, and no nobody fights them, you say this is not this is a setup. You have something something is not is not correct. You have an agenda behind all of this. After you you see Netanyahu. He's a short letter, and when he showed a letter, what he was uh, two weeks before he, uh, at the UN, and he called, he, he showed a map, not a letter, he showed a map, two weeks at the UN, and he said this is a new Middle East, and where Palestinians didn't exist anymore. And this was two weeks before. This um, uh, this happened uh, between Hamas and Israel, and I don't know if people know that, but the Gaza, the ban of Gaza, when you say you have two million people living there, and on these two million people, you have one million they are kids under 15, 15 years old, because. You know, when these people fight, and you find that on many, um, many countries who go to, go to war, the, the adults die because they go to war. The population uh, regrows, if I can express like this, and they have a lot of uh, kids, and the population is very young after. But on these two million people living in Gaza, Gaza is a... It's like an open concentration camp, you know. It's a small, small part. And I think we have, I have talked about, um, what, two weeks ago or three weeks ago about 
the uh, the canal, the Ben Gurion Canal, the Israeli was want to create starting Gaza to um, the, the Red Sea, and also mm -hmm. you have oil in this area in the Gaza area. You have oil and you have gas. And after, when you mix all of these together and you say, okay, what happened? The Israeli army was not here to contain these people and to stop them. Um, Netanyahu already have declared, has shown the map of the new Middle East, the, the same. And Ron Paul, Ron Paul explained that Hamas is an organization set up by Israel. I don't know if you hear Ron Paul talking about this, Peter. No, I did not. He talked about this. He said Hamas have been created by Israel and financed by Israel. Okay. And why? Because like this, they have an excuse to um, to kill the population, to measure genocide, kill the population, and to take this part of the um, land they want to for the canal and for the uh, oil and gas they have on it. And this has been confirmed by a guy named Ronald Bernard and uh, his job was in a high finance for uh, uh, higher people and I really invite everyone to watch his testimonial because it's very interesting and he stopped to work with his people when they asked him to kill children, but not kill during a war, kill during a party. You know what I mean? Not really. You know, these uh, very, very rich people have. A, uh, they are some are not all, but some are satanists. And the organized party, the organized party when they, uh, with a pedophile, and when uh, some ritual, but very satanic, satanic ritual, when they uh, abuse kids or even kill them. And Ronald Bernard was, uh, uh, his job was uh, uh, making, um, not making, but facilitate money transaction because these people at very, very, very high level. And one day say I stop it when they push me in this direction and I say, no, I cannot do it. He have a, he, he's a whistleblower and he have a very interesting uh, um, testimonial. You can find it on stopworldcontrol.com slash Bernard. Back to the, uh, yeah, it's, it's very, very interesting because no one of us do something like this, and because we are not doing it, we cannot imagine some other people doing that. But, you know, I have been around some very, very bad people, destroyer, destroying family, business, country, or whatever, and I know the which level these people can be ever, ever, and they have no remorse to kill someone, a kid, a mom, or baby, or whatever. Same. 
But back to Israel um, and uh, the Palestine, uh, basically Israel in, invaded the Palestine 80 years ago. And they, at this time, they, st they steal the farms, the land, the homes, the vineyards, everything was here, and they appropriate all of this. And when you show, you show the map, you have the uh, Gaza, and you have um, another part of this territory, and they are, who is the Palestinians, uh, the Palestine and Gaza, and they are separated by uh, an area when is Israel. And some people want to put back all, all of these two parts together. Someone in uh, Ireland government estimates that you have 150,000 Palestinians uh, who have been killed, and uh, on that uh, with 30, more than 30,000 children. Now, Peter, do you know how the uh, Israel have been have been created and be founded? Do I know how what? How Israel have been created? Not exactly. Okay, I have some uh, information about that, and the and you some information I have uh, 30 years ago. Um, have you read uh, the? Protocol of Order, uh, Protocol, uh, I'll try to translate from French. Protocol Order of Zion. Have you read something no. like this? No. Okay, I read this, I read this, I think it was uh, maybe 40 years ago. I am an old guy. <laughs> and um, and uh, I was not at this time, I was uh, okay with what he's writing because the Zionists start in 1897 and they make a plan to control all the, the, the planet, basically. And Zionists are different caste of Jewish. They are not the, the one you are friend with and the one you say is friendly with you. And the, because I have many of my friends are, are Jewish people, and we go well together and we don't have a problem, but Zionist is something different. They start, if you find it, you uh, maybe have uh, uh, the book or maybe an e-book. The name is the Protocol of Older Zionists. In, in French, is a little different, but it talk about the protocol and it talk how all of this has been organized. Mm -hmm. But uh, basically, who created Israel is the Rothschild family. You know who is Rothschild? Sure. Rothschild is a uh, finance. Uh, this uh, family, the, the fortune of this family is estimated to more than twenty trillion dollars. Trillion, and we talk, we don't even talk in billion. We talk in trillion dollars. They are in the finance, on the banking, on the insurance. And the headquarters is the city of London. And do you know something, Peter, about the city of London? No. The, the city, what we call the city. No. The city is uh, uh, one, let's say, around one square mile uh, in the middle of London, 
and they call this the city because it has no, nothing to do with London city. Okay. He's like Sorry? I've never heard of this. Okay, I have heard of this a long time ago, like I was, uh, because I have a lot of document documentation about Rothschild, which was not his name, basically. Um, I have this on my uh, on my storage, and uh, maybe one day I will take this out, because it was not his name. He created this name long, long time ago. And uh, the Rothschild, uh, the maybe not the father, the grand, grand, grand father, the one of the first ones, he, he organized something like this. He have, I think, four or five sons, and he put one in Germany, one in France, one uh, in England, and one in Spain, and, and I'm not sure for the last one. But he organized all of this, and the banker at this time, long time ago, there was uh, to make money, but this I'm not charged, huh? To make money, what do they do? They create war between countries because they lend money. In uh, example, when you have uh, France and England going to war for 100 years, this family make money for 100 years because they lend money to France uh, to the king of France on one side. They lend money to the king of uh, uh, England on the other side, and they push them to go to war because as um, as the war continue and, uh, and become very, very long, they continue to make money. And when the country cannot repay, what do they do? They, they take possession of uh, a land or sometimes a complete country. And the, the city, what we call the city, in one square mile in the middle of London, who is completely... Independent is a sovereign state. Is not subject to the law of Britain. And is one square mile, and here in this one square mile, you find all the uh, high finance in the world, and they have their own uh, law, their own rule, and not everyone can have something in a city. Because it's a, it's a, this area is for the high finance, and is a continuation of the British Empire. They own different countries, or part of different countries like Australia, Canada, New Zealand, many African nations. Many, most of them who are an English-speaking area, and also uh, on this uh, uh, one square mile, you find the Head of the masonry, is a mason, and okay. um, and Rothschild financed the creation of uh, Israel in 1948, and he pushed everything like this. Like he, like he's behind also the World Economic Forum, you know, with uh, what's the name, Charles Schwab. Mm -hmm. So this guy is just on the front. These people, Rothschild and many other, Warburg, PMO Morgan, uh, Rockefeller, you, you never see these people appearing directly somewhere or making the, making uh, 
the big title on a, um, on a newspaper because they control all of this and they control, they try to control everything they have been said about them, but they also live on low key, you know, but they control everything just behind. This, this is the way they operate. And, and if you li if you listen to uh, Bernard, the guy I, I was talking before, he would say mm -hmm. this this uh, family has satanism and they they do a child sacrifice. The one one government uh, same thing they are pushing that with the headquarters in Jerusalem is what they want. All, all new information for me. Totally all new yes. information. Good. Good. <laughs> yeah. They, well, for me and probably a whole bunch of other people as well. They, they, even, they even push a guy named, uh, named um, Scott Field. Uh, Scott Field to create a new Bible uh, with many Satanism uh, uh, information on it and it has been published by the Oxford University Press which owned by Rothschild. Well, it's interesting to see, to see that many things is not new for me because uh, I have this uh, documentation uh, on my archive a long time ago about the Rothschild. Because when I was in France 40 or 50 years ago, I was, my, my thinking was, was this one. I said, it looked like it's more and more difficult for me to be successful. It looked like I am on a trap. And if I am on a trap, I want to know who creates the trap, what is the trap, and who pulls the string on this trap. And, I, and my thinking, I was, what, 30 years old, 30 years, something like this, yeah. And my thinking was, okay, um, if I am on a trap and I do something profit to someone, let's start with, uh, with the money, with the finance. And I jump on it. And I, was, I have a lot of documentation about this, who is behind, how they create uh, uh, how they create their fortune, some of them, especially on the banking, especially Rothschild, how they push the country to go to war. Because war is, war is not created from nothing or, or by nobody, you know. War, you have also always a purpose. When you have a, uh, when you see you can put two countries to go to war and you can make a million and million or billion of dollars now, or trillion, even, uh, some people profit from that. And they don't care if they kill uh, 100,000 or 1 million people, like uh, in, in uh, Iraq, 1.2 million, I think he was dead. They, they, they completely don't care. Some countries go to defend the, themselves and defend uh, at, at one point um, because they perceive a threat somewhere, like it happened with Russia and Ukraine. And, <clears throat> but they, at this time, the, the war was created by, basically by the bunker to make millions of dollars. 
Well, well, all very interesting news. And believe it or not, Jean-Luc, we are done with our radio show. That's crazy. Okay, I want to repeat the, the sure. uh, website, stopworldcontrol.com. You can go, you can listen to David uh, Sorensen. And if you put the same stopworldcontrol.com slash Bernard, you can have the, his testimonial. Or you can put also stopworldcontrol.com slash abuse and you will have some information of how these people abuse kids and all of this. Perfect. Okay, good. Well, great information. And um, it's, I'm going to go take a look further at that one work, website that you referenced, stopworldcontrol.com. So I can yeah. – I, I saw it, and I, I knew that they were in trouble a little bit So um, because they were looking for certain donations because they were having a hard time getting their emails through, I think. Yeah, every every people who who start to uh, uh, to be a whistleblower or to speak the truth and to uh, discover something about Satanism and all these uh, people or organizations like Carl Schwab, Rothschild, and many others, or Bill Gates, <coughs> one day or another, they are in trouble. They, we talk about right. um, uh, what the guy Mike Pillow. Uh, Oh, Mike Lindell. Mike Lindell and many others are in trouble. Mike Adam was in very big trouble, what, 15 years ago. He was one of the of the first. And look, right. uh, Alex John is in trouble too and all of this because they, they have been attacked. Okay. Some people kill, uh, kill uh, many people. Uh, or family or millions of people, they have uh, no nobody pursues them. Uh, Alex John has killed nobody, but he said a comment, it was maybe not good. I don't know exactly the comment he made, but apparently it was not correct. And he has been uh, fined $1.2 billion. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's crazy. But does he have killed someone? No. I, I, no. I don't know, yeah, see? And, uh, and on the other side, you have some guy you kill another one, okay, nobody say nothing. Or maybe uh, we have five bucks or something. <laughs> right. I am sarcastic, but uh, the proportion is like this. How many right. people, how many people have... Uh, been killed by Pfizer. Oh, by the way, I learned that the state of uh, Texas are uh, suing Pfizer. Have you heard that? Oh, no. But yes, you, there's a there's a couple of things going on. I'm not really sure exactly everything, but yeah, you're right. Uh, well, what I read is uh, 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 I read it one time and uh, I listen. Uh, I don't know who, and uh, the state of Texas is suing Pfizer. What happened with the with the job? Mm-hmm. Well, that's well, that's I've been sued by many. He always have been sued years ago by uh, Nigeria, the country, right? So because they have killed uh, many kids uh, with uh, another vaccine uh, in Nigeria, and uh, and Pfizer is a uh, uh, pharmaceutical company who have paid the, the most important uh, 
fine, I think. Crowder also have been have been paid what it was eight point two billion dollars, something like this. Okay. That's crazy. You know Crowder? Yeah. And it's well it's a crazy world out there and I hope um keep keep me up to date on what's going on with the uh suing of Pfizer. Another very good company. So at least when yeah. it comes to their vaccines and their their stuff like that, I mean they make they make good drugs for some situations, but I'm not. I don't I don't think you have a good drug, Peter, because when you know exactly how the drug is made, and you know, the drug is a copy of what exists naturally. Okay? Right. I cannot say I cannot say all the drugs exist, like this, but most of them is like this. Now they suppress what is natural because they cannot patent it and they cannot make money and they right. destroy this and this has been created by um, uh what what's the name of the guy we talked last week? Um by Rockefeller. Yeah, another another destroyer, uh, Rockefeller, and they destroy all the herbalists and doctor was uh, healing other people with herbs. Before we have this medication, these people were healing by herbs, uh, vitamins, and some some natural products, which. Most of them don't have side side effect, right. but the pharmaceutical trust industry and Rocker, Rockefeller we spoke last week about when we spoke about literal um finds a way to create medication with a petrochemy and patent it and make billion and billion and billion and also take over the uh, American Medical Association. You say, and all these uh, uh, company who control the medication system, and every first is writing on their own paper. You take a medication, you open it, you have a paper inside, and this paper is writing. This medication, like all other medication, have side effects. Talk about this, Diane. Have a, uh, I, I need to be on a. Uh, surgery, what, one week ago, two weeks ago, just mm-hmm. recently, and she was taking medication and she was not, she cannot operate because in life, because um, she was told too much side effect and she stopped everything because she said, no, I cannot be like this. And I understand because I stopped everything too. Right. Take me time. I didn't stop right away because I didn't know. I make my own research and all of this, but I stop every medication. Okay. But all these medications have side effects. Now, if you look, you can find some product for whatever is your problem. You you, you can find a product, natural product. I talk about this, but big pharma didn't make billions of dollars with that. That's true. That is so true. Well, we're going to call it a radio show, Jean-Luc. I want you to have a great night and um, yeah. talk to your people. Thank you, Peter. From... He was uh, Thank our you, 371 radio show together. Oh, 371.
371. Cool. Well, thank you very much for being here, Jean-Luc, as usual. We're going to catch everybody next week on Building Fortunes Radio. Bonsoir, Jean-Luc. You've been listening to Building Fortunes Radio on buildingfortunesradio.com. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check us out every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time for the designated Building Fortunes Radio segment with Peter Mingle. Be sure to check out the buildingfortunesradio.com website for our featured segments. It's been our privilege to have you listen in. At Building Fortunes Radio, we wish you the success you deserve and are willing to work for. So spread the word, tell a friend, join our newsletter, and go make a difference in your world.